Sadi Vav Amadala Zakta Mishnah Amruloi Mesa Ishtacha. They tell a person his wife died, Rahmanul Slavana Sahaisa. Married her sister, Meavia, her sister from her mother. We had this case once. He married her sister from her mother. Mesa, she died. So then he married that woman's sister from her mother. So he married the sister from the father. Then he married number three, was a sister from mother who's not related to number one, but is related to number two. Mesa, then they said number three died. He married her sister, Meavia, who's related to number three, but not to number two. Mesa, that one died. Married her sister from her mother. It comes out that everyone's alive. That's the, that's the story in this parak. Everybody, they thought they were dead, and really they were all alive. Because they're not related to each other. If they, they pater a tzara, if they fall the yibam. They... It, the, she, she, he's also in number two or number four because those are related, right? If his wife's alive, so he's not allowed to marry number two. If he's, allowed, he's not allowed to marry number two, then number three is he's married to. If he's not married to number three, then number four he's not married to. So the kids are two and four are not a marriage and their bia does not pater because it was never marriage. Let's say he was born the second one after his wife really died. The Gemara is going to explain that's what it means. So then, it mo- everything moves up a notch. Moter bishnia, that's his real wife. Uber because that's not they're not related to each other. Upaytus teresayim va'asa bishlishes v'chamishes ve'im biyasachas and b'teres teres. He's also in the third one because if he's married to the second one, he can't be married to the third one. And then he's also in the fifth one because if he's married to the fourth one, he cannot be married to the fifth one. We brought this case in Abba Yivimta when we were discussing the Eser Chasisha, but this is a case that discusses. Various achayis achesisha that are aser ben teisha shanim via nudin. Okay, that's one din in the mishnah. Nudin ben teisha shanim via mechad. A nine-year-old that does a bia in a yavam. We're talking about a, a yavam, nine-year-old yavam that does a bia. Who paisalayadeachim? He passes on all the brothers. If he does a bia, he passes all the brothers. They can't do yibam anymore. And the brothers, if they do yibam, they pass on him. He can't do yibam anymore. Allah, there's a difference between a cotton and a gadol. We're talking about yivamin over here. There's a difference between a cotton and a gadol. Elahu paisel He only passes if he does the first bia. Meaning, if he does a bia before the brothers do bia, then he passes. That's the pasuk shout of the mission. We'll see anything more about this. But his bia only passes if it's first. But the brothers, they pass, even if they don't do the first bia, even if they do a second bia, they pass. What's the case, Ketzah? A nine-year-old. Now, the reason why it has to be a nine-year-old, because less than a nine-year-old, is bia is not considered a bia. So a nine-year-old, He passes the brothers, they can't do Yibim anymore. We're going to see in the Gemara, because a nine-year-old's bia has a din of a mimer, and therefore it's as if one of the brothers did a mimer, and then no one else can do anything anymore. If the brothers do a bia, so he does a bia, he passes on the brothers. Let's say after he does a bia, let's say now the brothers do a bia, or they give a maimer nosnu get, or they gave a get a chaltz, or they do chalitza, any of the four actions that you could do by Yivama, they could pass on him, meaning he only passes if he's making the first move. His ability to make a Kenyan is only if he's the first one doing it. But the brothers, the older brothers, ones that are G'daylam already, they have a much more powerful uh, Kayach, 
and therefore they could pass on him even if they weren't the first one that made the move, even if he made a bia, and then they came along and made a bia, their bia will pass on him because his bia is not a real bia. It's only like a mimer. So therefore, if they do a bia, they pass on him. It's not a real ish. So Mela, they could pass on him that he can't stay married to this Yivami even after he becomes a gadolah, a gadol. Fracti Gemara Atu Kulo. The Gemara is going back on the middle on the case in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, if in the case where he married the sister, then the next sister, the next sister. So the Mishnah said one case. The next half of the Mishnah said, if he married the second one after the first one died, then when we spoke out, that means after he found out that the first one died. But the Gemara speaks it out. Atu Kulo Lav The whole Mishnah is talking about a case that he thought the first one died. So what does the Mishnah say? If he marries the second one after the first one dies, then he's allowed to stay with the second one. The whole case talking about that the first one died. Like we spoke out in the Mishnah, it means after the first one died for sure, then he's allowed to stay married to the second one. Now we move on to Ben Teshashanim. Ben Teshashanim yamechad tchila pasel besayif leipasel. We said in the Mishnah that if a Ben Teshah does it be a first, if he's the first one that makes the move, he passels. But if the other brothers do a bia, and then the ben does a bia, then the halach is, he does not passel. His bia does not have the ability to passel if he is not the first one to make a bia. That's the Pashup shot in the Mishnah. Fertimar, is that true? Ve'atani yabzvid, person does maimer in his yivama. So he did maimer, he's about to do bia. V'yachar, we're holding towards the bottom, side of the V'yachar, kach ba'achiv, shuben teshon of yaymechad Allah. Then his brother, who's a nine-year-old, nine was Bailer, Pasla, it passes her. Now he can't marry his Yavama. So you have a Yavam, who's a Gadol. He does Maimer. And then a nine-year-old comes along and does Bia. That's enough to passel him, uh, passel the, the Yavama on his brother. So the Chayyisim Mefurish in Ebzvid, that a, a, a nine-year-old could passel even after a Maimer. He still has the ability to passel. So how could the Mishnah say the Bia of a nine-year-old only works? If it's first, that's not true. Reb Zvid said it works. Even if it's second, Zaktumar, huge chiddush. Amri bia pasal afilu b'saif. Bia pasals if the nine-year-old is doing bia, so that it pasals even b'saif, even after somebody does an action. Maimer tchila pasal b'saif lay pasal. So if someone asks you on a test, this is the aside. A nine-year-old has the ability to do bia, and his bia pasals. A nine-year-old Bia is such a powerful tool that even if one of the brothers did Maimer, if one of the brothers did Bia, there's no discussion. Because once he did Bia, then she's an Eshazesh. Nothing can be Chal. But if one of the brothers did Maimer, and now the nine-year-old comes along and does a Bia, he's not allowed to do that. Well, he's a cotton. But he's not allowed to do it anyway. So the Allah is, he passels her on the one that did Maimer. But if he gives Maimer, which is a huge Chiddush. Here you have a nine-year-old. A nine-year-old can't give Maimer. What's Maimer? Maimer is Kedushin. A nine-year-old can't do Kedushin. nine-year-old does Kedushin, so waste of time. By Yibam, there's a special Chiddush that a nine-year-old has an ability to do Maimer. Just like he has an ability to do Bia, he has an ability to do Maimer. And a male, if he does, that's what the Mishnah means. When the Mishnah says that a nine-year-old's action only works in the beginning, doesn't mean Bia. Bia works even at the end. It means Maimer. If he's doing Bia, it works even, at, even after somebody else did Maimer already. But if he's doing Maimer, Chazal said his Maimer only works in the beginning, but once another brother does Maimer, then his Maimer doesn't have power anymore. His Maimer will not work. I think Mara is going to speak it out. On the first wide line. Fratimara Bia, 
Afila Besaif, Pasal, is that true? That be apostles even besaif, meaning even after another brother did Maimer, the be apostles al katani Allah shuhu paisot chila vehein chila besaif. It says he apostles first, and they apostle chila besaif. And what's the case that the Mishnah lists? Ketzad ben teisha shanav yamechan shabayiv him to a nine year old. That's bayiv him So you see before in the Mishnah that we're dealing with bayiv him and it says a nine year old's bia only works first. That's what the Mishnah seems to say it doesn't work second. So tomorrow we do surgery. Chesur mechzer avachi kedani ben teisha shanav yamechad who paisot chila vein paisot chila v'saif a ben teisha shanav yamechad he passes if he makes the first move the brothers passel even if it's not the first move. But me devar memorim b'maimer that this was sticking this into the mishnah that's only by maimer aval bia paiselas afilu b'saif but bia passels. Even besaif, meaning a bia of a ben tes, could pass even if it's after a mimer of somebody else. Kate said ben tes shanav yemechad abayivim tay a ben tes shanav yemechad that marries his yivama pasulai deachim he passes her and all the brothers. So yes, that's what the mishnah means. And achanami a bia will pass even besaif. So bekitz that's the chiddush of the mishnah. That's what the gemara explains. Bia passes even besaif mimer only passes betchila. Fatimah miyisle mimer klal does a Nine-year-old have maimer at all? Is there such a thing as maimer? The Brisa says a ben echad, a nine-year-old who echad, he passes yivamis in one action. If he does one action, he passes the yivama. And the brothers have the ability to passel in four actions. Who He passels if he does bia. Only with Bia. The only way the nine-year-old can have any impact is with Bia. The Achim plays the Malyadai. The Achim can pass on him. The Bia, if they do Bia. The Maimer, if they do a Kedushin. The Get, if they give a Get. The Chalitza, they do a Chalitza. So you see Mephush in this Brisa that the only power that a nine-year-old has is Bia. He doesn't have a power to do Maimer. So how could you tell me that a nine-year-old has Maimer? So Tigimaya Bia de Paslave Mitchila Bemisaif Psikale Bia that works whether it's in the beginning or at the end. That's a clear cut psak, and therefore the Bryce lists it. A nine-year-old always has Bia, whether it's in the beginning or it's at the end. A nine-year-old's Bia always operates. That's what the Mishnah means. Doesn't mean that the only thing a nine-year-old has is Bia. That's not true. Nine-year-old could do Maimer too. But the reason why the Mishnah the Brysa only says Bia is because it's listing something that always works. So Bia, which will pass, so whether it's first or whether it's second or third, so therefore the 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 uh, Brysa says it. Maimer to betchila pasul besayif leibasul leipsikale maimer, which is not so powerful, will not work besayif. It does not pasul, and therefore that's halacha lemaisa. A nine-year-old could do bia at any time, as long as the other brothers didn't do bia yet. If they did maimer, they give a get. He has the ability to do bia, but maimer only works if he's first. If he's not first, his maimer does not work. He has a get if he gives a get. Nine-year-old can give a get. He can give a get. He can give a maimer. That's a mayor's shita. Does a mayor hold that a nine-year-old can give a get only by yibam? Nowhere else. By yibam, he can give a get. Tanya, the Bryce says, also... Bias ben Teisha The Brisa says that when a nine-year-old does bia, it has a din of a maimer of a regular gado. That's the power of a nine-year-old's bia. A nine-year-old's bia has the ability of a maimer. 
Rab Meir, Rab Meir adds, Asu Chalitzas Ben Teisha Keget Begado. If a nine-year-old does Chalitza, it has the status of a get of a gado. So the bia has the status of maimer. Chalitza has the status of a get. Vehem Isa, if you're going to tell me that a nine-year-old has a get, why does your mayor say the chalitza of a ben tes has the same power as the get of a gadol? It's not only by a gadol, a katan could also give a get. So you should say, Chaasu chalitza's ben tes kigitai. So listening, a nine-year-old's chalitza has the same ability as his get. If Reb Meir holds that a nine-year-old has a get, his get works. So why does Reb have to say that his chalitza is like a gadol's get? He should say his chalitza is like a katan's get. Why are you jumping to gadol? He does have a get. A nine-year-old has a get, but it's shvacher than a regular get. Again, a nine-year-old has bia, nine-year-old has maimer, and nine-year-old has a get. But his get is not as powerful as a get of a god. Where is the nafkamina? Rabbi Gamliel that holds if one yavam gives a get, the next yavam cannot give a get. Oh, there's only one get in a yavam. That's only if one gadol gives a get, then another gadol gives a get, and Gamliel holds the second gadol's get doesn't work. Or, if one cotton gives a get, and then another cotton gives a get, same thing, the second cotton's get doesn't work. But let's say a cotton gives a get first, and then a gadol gives a get, since a cotton's get is very shvach, mahani. That's what we're saying, that a cotton's get is shvacher. A cotton get is shvacher than a gadol's get, that even a quantum gadol it holds, you can't have one get after another get, but if the cotton gives the get first, then the gadol could still give a get, because the cotton's get is, he can't do ibam, because he's already a get there, but he could give, if he gives another get, that get works also, because a cotton's get is shvach, that's one of Kimino. According to the Abadan that say, if one Yavim gives a get, and then another Yavim gives a get, the second get works also. That's only if one Gadol gives a get, and then another Gadol gives a get. Or one Cotton gives a get, another Cotton gives a get. But if a Gadol gives a get first, which is very strong, now the Cotton wants to come give a get, that will not work. So the get of a cotton is shvach. So let's say you want to win a grill, and therefore you want to start taking a test. This week you can win the grill, and you could also be, you have to just make sure you get yourself a white hat, and then you could also be a zahashiv, a guy that knows how to spend his time in the summer. That was a joke, no? I mean, you could if you want, but or you can make a siyum, sorry, you can make siyumim in your backyard also. So if you want to get someone to take a test, then the halacha is, so what's the halacha with a ben test? The halacha is a ben test, has a bia. A bentes has a get, and a bentes has a maimer. There's one kreich that his bia works bein betchila, bein besayif, and his maimer only works betchila, does not work besayif. Zokt, huh? And his chalitza, you're right? Sorry? Chalitza also works. His chalitza works like the get of a god. He also has chalitza, correct? He has chalitza of also, he will also have a chalitza. Let's say a ben tes shanim v'yemechad marries his yivama. V'yachakach ba le'achiv shu ben tes shanim v'yemechad. Then another brother who's a nine-year-old also does a bia. 
What's the halacha? So one be one cotton does a bia, then another cotton does a bia. It passes on him. Why? Because we don't. It's like a mimer. So the first one is like a mimer, and the second one is like a mimer. So it's like two mimers. So meila, the second one works. Abshimon says it doesn't pass. All the Gemara is going to explain why Abshimon holds the second bia doesn't work. But the Tanakhama says one bentes and another bentes. The second one works. Abshimon says it doesn't. Bentes shanav yemechad shabayivimtai. Let's say a bentes shanav yemechad was bayivimtai v'yachekach bal tzarasa, and then he was bayol the tzara. Paisel ayadayatzmai. Now he passes on himself. He can't stay married to the first one because he already did be on the tzara. So he has to wait till he gets older. He has to chalitza to both of them. So again, he did be on one, then he did be on the tzara. You're only supposed to do one be to one of them. You're not supposed to do to both to both tzaras. So he did be on one, then he did be on the tzara. He passes on himself because each bia does something. Shimon Shimon says he wouldn't pass. So let's get clear. If it will be a Gadol, let's say a Gadol does a Bia to one Yavama, then he does a Bia to another one, then another one doesn't work, or whatever. It's irrelevant. His wife is still his wife. He already did a full-fledged marriage. By a cotton, it's a problem, because his Bia doesn't really work. It's a Shvacha marriage, like a Mimer. So he does a Bia to one, then he does a Bia to the other one. He ends up messing himself up. He can't stay married to either. Then that's Tanakama. If Shimon says no, he could stay married. Why? He holds either a bia of a cotton works or it doesn't work at all. He says like this. This is Shimon's sheet many times in Yivamis. It's either all or none. Rav Shimon says like this. If a cotton's bia works, so then bia shnei bia. So then the other one, it works completely and there's no room for another cotton to do any bia. And therefore, the first one could stay married, the second one doesn't do anything. Then, be a Rishayin and a Bia, if you're going to tell me that a Katan's Bia doesn't work at all, be a Shni and a Bia, there is no Bia, the second one also won't work. If Shimon holds, there's no middle ground. Tanakama holds, there's a middle ground. A Bia of a Katan works a stickle. So it works partially, doesn't work completely. So therefore, you could parcel on yourself if uh, you could parcel if, if one Ben test does. And another Ben test does, he could parcel. Shimon says, no, it's either all or none. So if the first one works, the second one doesn't work at all. If the first one doesn't work at all, so then the second one also doesn't work at all. So either way, the first one is allowed to stay married after he becomes a gadol because we assume that Maman of Shach, he could stay married. Masnis and Delay Kibben, as they are Mishnah that says, what does the Mishnah say? A Ben Tess that's Ba Yivimtai, and then his brother is Ba on the other Yivama. The Allah is the, the, the second Bia works. One one ben test does a bia to one. One ben test does a bia to or, or to this. Let's say to the same one. One ben test does a bia to the to one yivama, and then another ben test does a bia to the same yivama. The halach is he passes her on the first one. That's the Mishnah says. So what do you see? A bia of a ben test we said before has a din like a mimer. The, the halach of a bia of a ben test is like a mimer. So basically, it's the equivalent of one yavam doing a mimer in one yavama. And then another Yavam doing a Maimer in the same Yavama. And in the, in, the, in the second case too. What do you have? You have one Ben Tess that was Ba on one Yavama. And then he was Ba on another Yavama. So it's like a Yavam. In a, it would be like a Yavam giving a Maimer to one Yavama. And a Yavam giving a Maimer to another Yavama. So you see in our Mishnah that, there's a, that you could do two Maimers. It's possible for one Yavam to do a Maimer in Yavama. And then another Yavam to still do a Maimer in the Yavama. And then in the safe of the Mishnah, you see, it's possible for one Yavam to do a Maimer in one Yavama, and then he himself... 
to do a maimer in the second Yavama. That's what you see from this Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Masnisin, to like Ibn Azai. Our Mishnah is obviously not like Ibn Azai. The Tanya Ibn Azai, Yesh, Maimer, Acha, Maimer. Ibn Azai says one maimer works after another maimer only. Bishne Yavamin, Fi Yavama Achas. Only if there's two Yavams and one Yavama. One Yavam gives maimer to one, and then another one gives maimer to the second one, to, to the same one, I'm sorry, Yavama Achas. Then there's Yesh Maimer Achamaimer. He says, if one Yavam does Maimer to one, and then he does Maimer to the second Yavama, that will not work. There's no Maimer Achamaimer by two Yavamais. So in our Mishnah, you see, not like that. Because our Mishnah says, if a Ben Tess is Ba on one Yavama, and then he's Ba on the second Yavama, the Mishnah says it works. So you see, there's Yesh Maimer Achamaimer, even by one Yavam, and two Yivamai, so the Mishnah is not like Benazai. Zok the Mishnah Rabbi said, closing in on a Yisha Rabba, Zok the Eilaga Mishnah Ben Teisha Shanavi Yemechad, Sheba Yivimtai, a Ben Teisha Shanavi Yemechad was Ba Yivimtai. So what's the halacha? His Bia works halfway. So let's, let's, let's picture the case. Let's you want to get the thing if you could. So let's picture the case in our heads. So basically, you have a Ben Tess, a, a, a brother died, his wife falls Libam. The Ben Tess, does Bia. So that Bia works halfway. So this woman is partially married to the Katan because he did a Bia, and she also has a shtickle Zika from her first husband because he was a regular marriage. So she's called Azikas Shnei Yivam. And she's a woman that has on her like two marriages from the Katan and the Gadol. That's called Azikas Shnei Yivam. And the Allah is, we learn out of a Pasuk, it's only the Rabbana Dika concept, but the Allah is that Zikas. Shnei Yevamin, Allah is Chaylatzes, Felay Mishabem. So the Mishnah says like this Ben Tesha Shadavi, a nine year old, Sheba Yevim Toshkayachem and Sian, a nine year old, Sheba Yevim Toy. Let's say you have a Katan that was Ba Al Yevim Toy. Let's put it up quickly so you can just see it. You have, let's say, a Gadol. Let's say, Ruvain is a Gadol. He was married to Rachel. Ruvain dies. Rachel falls Liibam, and Shimon is a Katan. He does a Bia to Rachel. So now, that Bia didn't really work. So she is still connected to Ruvain. And she's connected to Shimon, who's a Katan. And then Shimon dies. And now Levi wants to do Yibam. The problem is, Rachel has a marriage from Ruvain and a marriage from Shimon, because that Bia didn't work completely. If Shimon would be a Gadel, his Bia would take away Ruvain. Ruvain would not exist anymore. And if he would die, she would fall to Levi. But here, since it's a cut and it's only halfway, so you have Rachel has a connection from Ruvain and from Shimon, that's called Eishishnei Mesim, and therefore, she has to chalitza, she cannot do yiba. Nasa Isha Mes. Let's say a nine-year-old marries a woman, he decides to get married, nothing to do yibam. He decides to get married, there's no yibam over there. A nine-year-old can't have Kedushin, it's not chal, it's a waste of time. So Mela, there's no yibam at all. Ben Teisha Shanav Yemechad Sheba Yevimtai. Let's say a Ben Teisha Shanav marries his Yivama. Umi Shehigdil Nasa Isha Cheres Umeis. What happens is, let's take the case, Shimon was a Katan. So let's say Shimon was a Katan. He's, still, he's a Katan. He did Yivam to Rachel. Now, at, he didn't do any B anymore. Then he became a Gadol Mazdav. He gets himself a nice hat. I should have put him on a Strymel. No, Ben Tzion. He has a Strymel. Shimon's already a Gadol. And Amela now, he marries a Shprinza. He marries a new lady. He didn't do Bia to Rachel anymore. So now he's married to Shprinza, really. And Rachel is in between. 
Rachel's not a real marriage because he never did Bia, even though now he's wearing a shrimel. But he didn't marry, he didn't stay married to Rachel anymore. He didn't do any more Bia. So to Rachel, it's halfway. To Sprintz, it's real. So Sprintz is a real woman, a real Yibam after Shimon dies. So Sprintz is a real Yibam. And Rachel is an Eshish Nemesim. Rachel's hanging in between. That's the case in the Mishnah. So what happened? Umishahigdil, he got older. He married Sprintz, Umais, and then he died. If he wasn't by Rachel after he put on his trimal already, she is an Asian name Asim. She can't do Yibam. She's still connected to Reuven. We can't forget about Reuven. Reuven was her first husband, so she's still connected to Reuven and to Shimon. So she's an Asian name Asim. She cannot do Yibam. Sprinza has no problem. She could do either Chalitza or Yibam. She's not an Eishish Nemezim, so she is kosher to do Yibam. There's nothing wrong with her. We'll get to Yukasha. Well, the Gemara's going to talk about it. We're going to get to it. I know what Yukasha is, and we're going to talk about it. I don't want to speak it out, but you'll see. You know, if it's wrong, if, it's, if I didn't catch it, you'll tell me the Gemara. Huh? Well, no, yeah, because it's because she's still married to Mruven, so he's going to have to do Chalitza anyway. Huh? I mean, how, how, would, how would he be able to even if he does chalitza? No, not, not really so much look. One second, let me just think for a minute. Um, if he would do yibam to sprintza, it wouldn't pater rachel. Yishlein, I have to think about that. It's a good child. Yeah, then he would ask her sprintza. Okay, l'chayr. No, he can't do yibam because once the chalitza can't. Okay, well, this is what the, I have to figure out the case exactly. But this is the din. The din is he could do either sprintza, could technically do chalitza or yibam. Rachel has to chalitza, cannot do yibim. Lamaise, how that works? I have to figure that out. That's a good show. That, that, that was what you wanted to ask? Okay. That's what kids coming in. If Shimon holds no, you could do yibim to whichever one you want. There's no halacha. You have to, he doesn't hold the Vesheshne Mesim, and he holds Rachel is good to go. Sprints is good to go. They're both good to go. There's no concept of Vesheshne Mesim according to Shimon, and therefore you could do Yibam to whichever one you want and do Chalitza to the other one. This halacha of a bentes is whether he's a bentes or even if he's a 20 year old, but if he doesn't have Cyrus, he's considered like a cotton. It doesn't make a difference if he had a bar mitzvah, but if he doesn't have Cyrus, he's still considered a cotton. So all these halachas that we have in the Mishnah of a bentes is lavdafka bentes. Even if he's a ben esrim, the halacha is, it's, he's, the halacha is, he is, uh, he is considered like a bentes. This halacha of a zika shnei What do we say? That this woman is a zika in the first case. This Rachel is a zika shnei This halacha of zika shnei the Gemara says, is not only loitema heicha deika tsara deika lemigzar mishum tsara. Don't say the halacha of zika shnei is only where there's a tsara. For example, let's say, found the case of the third part again. So let's say you have three brothers, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Reuven's married to Rachel, Shimon's married to Shprinza, and Levi, okay, let's leave, Levi, Levi's not married. So Reuven dies, Rachel falls, leave him to Shimon and Levi, Shimon does Maimer to Rachel. So Rachel, and then Shimon dies. So Rachel is an Eishish named Asim. She's married to Reuven and she's married to Shimon because it's only Maimer. So then the halach is Eishish named Asim. But in this case, there's a tzara here. There's sprints here. 
So that's the case. Of the, this is the case of Eishish Nemesim. The Gemara said, the Mishnah says, is a case of Itzar. But the Gemara over here is saying, don't say it's Dafka in a case of Itzar. Because over there, we, the, 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 it's Xer, the Abanan. What's going to happen? Let's say you allow Levi to do Yibim Terachel. Why does Chazal say Levi can't do Yibim Terachel? Because it's going to look like if he does Yibim Terachel and Teshprinsa, it's going to look like you could do Yibim to two Yivamis because it looks like they're both, she's, they're both coming from Shimon. And if Levi does Yibim to both of them, it's going to look like two Yivamis that fell, fell from, one, from one man are allowed to do Yibim. That's not true. Only one of them does Yibim. So therefore, Chazal said, no, whenever it's an Eish Hashanah Mesim, Rachel cannot do Yibam, so then it's not going to look like Levi's doing Yibam to both. But that's only in a case where there's a Tzaya. Then, Chazal would Aser, Eish Hashanah Mesim, say Rachel's Aser, because we're afraid it's going to look like they're both doing Yibam. So that's, that's the case over there, where there's a Tzaya. People are going to think that it looks like two Yibamas are doing Yibam together, which they're not allowed to do. Don't say that. In the case of our Mishnah, there's no Tzai. What was the case of the Mishnah? You have Shimon, who is a Katan. He did Yibam to Rachel, which has a din of a Maimer. And now Shimon died, and Rachel falls Yibam to Levi. There's no Tzai here, it's just Rachel. The halacha is, Reuven is the old, old husband. The halacha is Levi is now allowed to do Yibam to Rachel because she was married to Shimon and to Reuven. It's Eish Hashanah even though there is no tsara here, still we ask our Eishish Nemesim. So you see from this Mishnah that even if there's no tsara, even if there's just one Eishish Nemesim, Arachel, who has a, a Zika from Shimon and a Zika from Rubain, you see that we ask our Eishish Nemesim, even if there's only one woman. That's the Gemara's proof that there's a concept of Eishish Nemesim, even when there's one woman. Nasa Isho Mes. In our Mishnah, it says what the Brisa says. They got married. Let's say a shaita or a katan marries a woman and they died. Our Mishnah says that if a nine-year-old marries a woman, there's no yibam because a nine-year-old can't. A regular nine-year-old that marries a regular woman, there's no yibam because you can't marry. There's no there's no marriage by a nine-year-old. So our Mishnah is is. Stating what the Bryce says. A shaita and a katan that get married, they're women, they're nush, their wives are parted from Khalitza and Yibam. That's what our mission is saying because there's no such thing as marriage with a nine-year-old and a mela, there's no Yibam by a nine-year-old. Ben Tesha Shanim Vyamechat. So let's get the case, the last case in the Mishnah. That's the Gemara is talking about. You had a Ben Tesha Shanim Vyamechat, you had Shimon, who is a katan. He, he did Yibam to Rachel. Rachel was married to Ruvain, and Ruvain died. Shimon was a Katan. He did Yibam to Rachel, which is only halfway. Then he put on a Strymo, and he did, then he got, became a Gadol, and he married Leah. But he wasn't Bayo Rachel after he became a Gadol, and then, and then he married Leah. So Leah is his real wife. Rachel is only partially married to him. It's only a Maimer. And the Allah is, if Shimon dies, Leah could do Yibam to Levi, because she's a full-fledged wife, because he put on a shtreimel already when he married Leah. But Rachel is now out of the Yibam, because she is an Eish Hashanah She is also to do Yibam. Fred the Gemara, if she's considered an Eish Hashanah Meisim, V'yasu Bias Bentes, Kemaimer Begadah. Why do you make Shimon's Bia in Rachel like a Maimer? V'titche Tzar Yibam. Why doesn't Rachel Aser Leah from doing Yibam? Rachel can't do Yibam, 
because she's an Eishish Nemesim, she has Zika from Ruvin and Zika from Shimon, so that Eishish Nemesim should be so strong, it should ask her Leah from doing Yibam. The Gemara says in the third paragraph, Potter's a tzara. It doesn't potter completely, but she can't do Yibam. So how can we say, Leah could do Yibam because she got married after Shimon put on his beautiful Shrima. But Rachel, Lachaya can't do Yibam because she's an Eishish Nemesim. It's not true. If Rachel can't do Yibam, so she should ask her Leah and she should be Deicha, the tzara from Yibam. That's the Gemara's Kasha. Why don't you ask her the tzara? Amar Rav, Rav says, Lo Yasu, B.S. Bentes, Kemaimer Begado. Rav says, even though a B.S. Bentes is considered like a Maimer, but to Pater at Sarah, they didn't give it such a power. This B of a Bentes is not strong enough to Pater Leah, and therefore Leah is considered a full-fledged marriage to Shimon, and a Mela, she could, she could do Yim to Levi. The, the, the B of a Bentes is not strong enough to Pater at Sarah. Shmuel Amar, Asu Asu. Shmuel says, no, the BS Bentes is like a Maimer, and really it should Aser Leah. Vechenim Rabbi Yechanan, Asu Asu. Rabbi Yechanan also says, it Asers, should Aser Leah. So, Fretik Marvi Asu. So, why Taka doesn't Aser? Why does the Mishnah say that Leah could do Yibam to Levi? Chaya Leah should not be able to do Yibam because she's a Tsara of an Eshish Nemesim. She should not be able to do Yibam. It's a machlaikis tanoim if eishish nemesim paters a tzayah and the Gemara speaks it out. Hach tana dar baachim gazamishim tzayah the Mishnah baachim in the third parak that they aser eishish nemesim by a tzayah v'ashmin and begadol who had in bekatan the case in the third parak is talking about a gadol a gadol that did maimer but who had in the same alachot be by a katan the the shita in the third parak holds in this case. Leah would not be allowed to do Yibab since Rachel's an Eshish Nemesim. Leah is a Tsaya of an Eshish Nemesim, and therefore she cannot do Yibab. That's that cheetah. The high Dharmar Godel. Why did the mission in the third parak only talk about a Godel? Why didn't it talk about our case with Shimon a Katan? Mishun It's talking about, uh, it's, it's dealing with a Godel, so it says a case of a Godel. So the Mishnah in the third parak holds, it does, Pater Etzara. Our Mishnah in by us in the tenth pair of calls that they, they did not make such a and even though it has the ability, the the B of the test has a din of a Maimer, but it will not answer it. The same halacha would apply by a Gadel in a case of a Maimer, in a case of Eshish Nemesim by a Gadel, the same halacha would apply. The reason why our Mishnah only says a case of a katan is because we're talking about a katan. So the Maskanas Hagemaya does Eishish Nemesim Pater Etzara, like in this case where Rachel was married to Shimon and to Ruvain, does she Pater Leah? It's Machlekes Tanaim. The Mishnah in the third parak says Mephorish, Rachel would Aser Leah. The Mishnah in the tenth parak says Mephorish, Rachel will not Aser Leah. So it's a Machlaikis Tanaim. The Mishnah in the, tenth par- in the third parak is talking about a Gadol. The Mishnah in this parak is talking about a Katan. But the same halacha applies to both of them. And therefore, the, it's a Machlaikis Tanaim if Eishish Nemesim Asers Atzara or not. And then the Gemara gives us an interesting story. Azar Abelazar, Amar Lishmaita Be Medrash. Abelazar went and he said over this memra, this halacha in the base Medrash. He didn't say it in the name of Rabbi Yechanan. He said it as if he was on his own. Shamar Rabbi Yechanan Ikbid. Rabbi heard that he didn't say it in his name. He got very upset. He was upset at his Talmud Abelazar. 
they said, what are you getting so upset about? Was this not the story in the Beisach Knesset of Tveria? It's a certain kind of lock that has like on top of it, in, in the olden days, instead of having a lock on a door, they used to stick like a peg into the ground to close the door. That's called a nagar. So sometimes you have a nagar that has like a pool on top of it, which could be used for certain things. So it was a machlaikis what the halachic status of that nagar was. So there was a machlaikis about it. Shenech l'kubay, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua and Rabbi Yaisi fought about this nagar. They ripped the Sefer Torah in their anger. They got so upset. You think they ripped the Sefer Torah on purpose? Sefer Torah got ripped because they were so angry. So what happened? They were so they got so to tumult that the Sefer Torah got ripped in the tumult. Was there at the time of the fight. He said, I wonder, here they were fighting in Tyre. And, and you see that it got, became such a terrible fight that I say, Vitoria got ripped. And there, before Abesim and Kisma said, this Abesim is going to be a person that gets angry, the Gemara says in Shabbos. Is as if he serves of a desire. Why? Because what are you getting angry over? You think this guy could do something to you? You're serving of a desire. You're making as if this guy has power. This guy has no power. So because he said this base of Knesset is going to be a base of a desire, it became a base of a desire. So what was Ivami Devasi's point? They were telling Abiyachanan, you can't get angry. You've got to get angry. Look what happened when the Chacham got angry. It's not a good thing to get angry. So Omar, so Hadar Ikbitvei, Rabbi Yechonah got more upset. Omar, he said, Chavru Sanami, you want to make Rabbi Lazar like a Chavru of mine. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yaisi, the Tanoim, they were Chaveirim, so they got in a fight, they could fight. But Rabbi Lazar is my Talmud. What you want to say, that Rabbi Lazar shouldn't be able to, I shouldn't have Akpada on my Talmud? Two Chaveirim shouldn't be fighting with each other. But a Rabbi and a Talmud, if he doesn't say things in my name, then yes, I have a Schos. To be upset, I should have, I should be, I should have tightness. What's, what are you saying? Zati Gemaya, oil, legabe, abiyakabridi, abiyakabridi came to calm down, abiyakhanan, amale, kashet, siva, shemes, moishe, avdoi, kain, siva, moishe, shishua. Just like the Rabbi Nishlam commanded Moshe, Moshe commanded Yeshua, Vechein Asa Yeshua. Yeshua did what Moshe said. He wasn't missing anything from what the Rabbi Nishlam commanded. Every time Yeshua said a shir in Beis Madish, he quoted Moshe Rabbeinu. He didn't quote Moshe every single time. Yeshua was stam darshaning. Everybody knew he's a Talmud of Moshe. Everybody knew everything he says is, is for Moshe. Everybody knows it's yours, so he doesn't have to say it in your name. Everybody knows it's yours. How come you don't know how to be Mephias me like Ravidi? But that's what Rav Yaakov Ravidi said. Why did Rabbi Yechonah get so upset 
The Abelazah didn't send something over in his name where he wanted some covet. He needed his name should be on the sign. From the keynote the keynote address, the keynote speakers know how speakers never have whenever they speak, they mean Lashem Shemaim, right? It's never it's all Lashem Shemaim always. But Al Kapodim, where you think he was doing it, you think Abyechanan wanted to have covet. That's why he wanted his name to be on a sign with a picture that this rabbi this is speaking by this in this event. That's what he wanted. No, Abyechan wasn't looking for that. To all Abyechanan's Taina. What does the Pasuk mean? David Melech said, I should be Zaycha to live in two Elamis. Could a person live in Elam Haza and Elam Haba? You're either an Elam Hazayid or you're an Elam Habayid. You can't have both. You can't have Elam Haba. You can't have Taira, Ugadula, Bemakimecha. Don't fool yourself. It's not going to be, usually it's Gedula without Tyre. Usually it's not. Whenever they tell you Tyre Gedula, it's neither. But sometimes it can be Gedula. Very, very Shvach that it's Tyre and it shouldn't be, you shouldn't have to wait till after the marriage to Rechman al to find out that there's very little Tyre and maybe a little too much Gedula. But Akapan, the Gemara says, it's EF sure for a person logger bishnei alam. So what did David Melech mean? Alam Rav David Lefnei Kadosh Baruch Hu Rabbi Nishalalam. Listen to this Gemara. Yiratzin sheyimut vayshmua mi pi baylamazeh. They should say things over in my name baylamazeh. Tam Rav Yechon and Mishim Mishim and Yechai. Call Tam and Chacham sheyimut vayshmua mi piv baylamazeh. Siv Saisav David Leis Bekever Amayu Dikadin. His lips move. It's like he's alive. So Mela, that's why Abiyachan got so upset about. He wanted Abelazar to say it over in his name. So then, after Abiyachan is nifter, they'll be quoting Abiyachan, and he'll be living in both Halamis. It'll be his lips moving. What where does a Pasuk say this concept? So we compare that the sifsa yeshenim are the lips of people that are sleeping, the lips of dead people. So David means they're moving. And the Pasuk compares it to wine. Like a container of grapes. Just like a container of grapes. When a person puts his finger on the container, it starts moving. Their lips move. So now that was a Bechanan's tiny. He wanted his lips to move. Now, if a person in Bailam Haza, his lips are not moving. If he's Yishenis in Bailam Haza too, then in Bailam Haza, he's also going to be Yishenis. person sleeps in this world, they're going to make him sleep in that world. It's only people that are up in this world. Then, Bez Hashem Lachamev Elsim, it's if they say, David Vice, Big Heather.